You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Reports Podcast. Your host today, Shivani Peterson. And today I want to talk about loan level price adjustments. Now, if you follow a lot of real estate folks, if the algorithms on your social media have figured out that you are interested in real estate and possibly purchasing a home, then you've likely seen some content surrounding these loan level price adjustments that are coming May 1st. But what you may not realize is that loan level price adjustments have always existed. So these are additional fees that are built into an interest rate for mortgages based on the perceived risk level of the loan. This is why it's always been this way, that if you're a borrower with a 780 credit score putting 20% down, you're going to get a better interest rate than, say, someone with a 680 credit score putting 3 to 5% down. So loan level price adjustments are not new. It's just that they're making some changes to them. And within the mortgage industry, we really like to joke about how they have no problem kicking us when we're already down. So interest rates, as you're probably aware, have been on the rise. And then starting in November of 2022, they peaked and then they were on a downtrend. And in January, things improved quite a bit. Now we find out about loan level price adjustments. And like I said, we feel like they're kicking us when we're down. Most of the news that you've probably seen around this seems very negative, but I want to dive a little bit deeper into these and how they'll actually affect the prices of interest rates and in turn, the buyers of real estate. So beginning May 1st, the buckets for credit scores, loan to value, occupancy, and debt to income ratio are changing. I call it buckets because you fall into these different buckets or pricing tiers, quote unquote, when it comes to your interest rate. For some of the changes, it'll actually be helpful. And for some people, they'll decrease the cost of borrowing money. For others, not so much. So here are a few of the important changes that should be on your radar. The way that the credit score buckets are going to change. So this is actually where the changes could be perceived as positive, especially if you have a lower credit score and are putting less money down. So if the penalty to you for having a credit score of 680 is going down, that's why we're saying that it's actually going to be good news when these loan level price adjustments roll out. They'd also make the price adjustments more specifically after May 1st based on your credit score. So right now, once you hit 740, you kind of got the best possible interest rate pricing. You were golden. But now the improvements will also be at 760 and 780. So how high your score is will matter too. The loan-to-value changes are kind of a mixed bag. The majority of borrowers um, out there have a 680 or higher credit score, but if they're putting 15 to 25% down, they'll actually get a worse interest rate following these changes. For lesser down payments, it's not bad at all. For example, if you're putting 3 to 5% down with a credit score below 680, your interest rate pricing will actually be significantly better. So that's interesting. Debt to income ratio is another thing. And this is where I think they got especially rude with these changes. Lenders all calculate income really differently. So depending on who's approved you and how good they are at understanding the guidelines for qualifying income and how those guidelines are specific to the loan program you're using, you could get a different amount of credit for the income you earn versus somebody else running those calculations slightly differently. But now that's going to affect your interest rate. So if your debt to income ratio is higher than 40%, you'll be getting a worse interest rate. So you want to make sure that the lender you're working with is truly giving you credit for every dollar earned. But we'll come back to that. 
There's going to be other changes as well once these loan level price adjustments roll out, um, changes based on occupancy, which do include some improvements for non-owner occupied properties and multifamily properties, which is good news for people wanting a second home or the investors out there looking at purchasing two, three, four unit buildings. What it seems like to me with these loan level price adjustments is that the government is trying to help with affordability. If I haven't made it clear so far in the podcast, the government is rolling out these changes. They're coming from Fannie and Freddie. So I think it's happening to help boost affordability. And I make that assumption because, as I've mentioned, if you have a lesser down payment and a lower credit score, these changes are actually mainly good for you. Your interest rate pricing, your cost of borrowing money will improve. It also could take into account mortgage insurance. So if you're not really familiar with mortgage insurance, it's something that's required when you put less than 20% down to buy a home. And the mortgage insurance protects the bank's risk against you. So they consider you a little bit more of a risk because you have less skin in the game with a smaller down payment, meaning that you'd be more likely to default on that mortgage, in their opinion, if you ran into hard times because you have less of your own money tied up in the house. If you'd put a larger down payment in, they think you'd probably be more likely to keep making that payment even if it became hard for you. Well, mortgage insurance is included only if you've put less than 20% down. So I think part of the reason these loan level price adjustments are coming is that Let me explain it like this. If we look at the change, the chart of changes that are happening May 1st, if you have a higher credit score and you're putting more money down, you're going to have a higher interest rate. But maybe that's because you wouldn't have mortgage insurance in play protecting the bank. So it might make sense, and I'll come back to this again, to put a little bit less down, like maybe 18%, not 20. Or if you're an investor and you're sitting on some money, you might want to use less of it for your down payment. But Here are the main takeaways I want you to have from the whole hoopla that's being promoted online regarding these changes. If you have a credit score above 720 and are looking to buy a house this year, do it quickly because I hate to put pressure on anyone and I always say that timing the market is like trying to catch a falling knife, but if you can identify a house and close before May, you should because your interest rate's gonna be higher after May. And I don't have a crystal ball, so how could I tell you that? I can tell you that because even if rates are trending down overall, once these loan level price adjustments hit, your rate goes up if you have a 720 or higher and are putting a good amount of money down. Now, like I said, don't try to catch a falling knife, but get serious about your search. If you want to buy this year and you fall into that criteria, look alive right now. And if you can close before May, do it. The other thing is I mentioned that the income calculations are kind of a tricky thing and very lender by lender. Work with a lender who is very good at their income qualifications so you are sure that you are getting every dollar of earned income, you're getting credit for it, whether it's bonus income, overtime income, W-2 pay, self-employed pay. All of these things are complicated in a very complex way when it comes to mortgages. So you want to work with a lender who's very good at it, very experienced with their income calculations. That way you don't hit into that bucket of having a DTI over 40% unnecessarily. And then... What I was just saying in regards to the mortgage insurance and maybe putting a little bit less down, if it makes sense and it pencils to put a little bit less money down and get a better interest rate, even if you have to pay mortgage insurance for two years, run a total cost analysis and see, because if it gets you a better monthly payment initially and saves you a bit over the next five and 15 years, it could actually make sense to put less money down once all these changes become real. So honestly, loan level price adjustments are nothing to be scared of. You just need a strategy in place. If you're looking to buy this year, be serious about your timeline and know where you're going to fall with these buckets on your interest rate before the changes hit and after the changes hit. 
Just talk with your lender, get your pre-approval updated. It's never a bad idea to touch bases on that front and ask them to let you know how the loan level price adjustments will affect your interest rate come May 1st. Thanks for listening today, guys. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 